Hi, everybody. It's Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Music has played an integral role in every civilization, shaping emotions and experiences beyond just pure entertainment. But how much do we really understand about its effects on performance, both mentally and physically? And can we strategically harness music's power to enhance productivity, accelerate workouts, and even elevate our mood? Today, I have award-winning podcaster and musician Abel James joining us to discuss how to unlock the magic of music. For over a decade, Abel has been a leading voice on employing science to optimize health. And drawing on research and real-world examples, Abel reveals specific techniques to selectively leverage music to enhance productivity and flow states. And you're going to learn how to build customized playlists to intentionally trigger peak performance. So let's get right to it. Let's lean in and learn from the best. Abel, you have a background in music which I didn't know until I started doing a little digging. How can we use music to optimize our productivity, our workouts, our mental health? I'm very curious. Yeah, absolutely. Music is a strange phenomenon, right? Because there are evolutionary reasons why we do most things. Talking to each other, starting a family, procreation. We need to eat. There are understandable drives that come to benefit humans over the course of evolution that are immediately obvious for most things. Music is not one of those things where it's just like pumped into elevators. People have it in their earbuds. Some people use it to try to sleep. Everyone's listening to different music all the time, though. So we know that it does something, but most people don't know exactly what it does. But long story short, you can definitely use music to heighten your own arousal, physiologically speaking, although I guess sexually speaking as well. Some people use it that way. But What music does is it engages a primitive part of the brain that's almost came before language. And there's some debate amongst scientists about like which came first and exactly how. But we do know that music and language are indelibly linked and we're hardwired to accept the different aspects of music, which are very similar to language, which involve inflection or prosody as well as rhythm, timbre, pitch. All of these things encode information and transmit emotional information from the creator of the music or the music itself to the person who's listening. And so there are a lot of tools that you can use these days that didn't used to exist, say, 10 years ago, that utilize things like certain frequencies, certain rhythms that drive flow in our own brains and physiology. So if you are not trained as a musician, a lot of this magic still works. But It comes down to selecting the right kinds of music for the right uh, type of work that you're trying to do, whether it's mental work or physical work. And so a few examples of how athletes have used music, Michael Phelps, before his meets or before his major athletic output, you tend to see him with headphones on and he's just kind of like zoned out, getting into the rhythm of or, or trying to imagine what's happening. No one knows exactly what he's listening to or exactly what's going on in his own head, but there are a lot of these rituals that some of the top performing athletes continuously do and repeatedly do. And so you don't even have to listen to music while you're performing that athletic output. Sometimes it's just used to get you into the right rhythm or the right mental flow right before the meet or right before that athletic endeavor. 
And so an important thing to know is when you're listening to music and trying to select music that works for you, it's important that you like it. If you don't like the music, it doesn't tend to work as well. And mm -hmm. so that's a little bit different for everyone. I remember when I was paying off my loans as a strategy and management consultant back in the day, I would put my headphones on when I had a really hard work day or whatever and needed to focus. And I would listen to Dragon Force, which is kind of just like <laughs> hardcore speed metal, screaming vocals. And I could get eight hours of work done in an hour, I swear. Yeah, that worked for me. But it's really important to know that if you're talking about doing mental work or work that involves writing and speech, that it can actually degrade your performance. If you're listening to music with lyrics that you understand while you're trying to do work that involves language. So for example, listening to music with lyrics from a band that you like while you're trying to write an essay or crank out some emails will actually distract you because in order to listen to and process the music, even at a subconscious level, it's running something called a phonological loop in your brain. And you're trying to do the same thing when you're creating words for email or for productivity, for writing, that sort of thing. So that could distract you. But aside from that, listening to music that you enjoy without lyrics can be very, very useful for kind of taking you from a low state of arousal or a physiological state where you're dragging a little bit and then bumping it up just a little bit. And this isn't some sort of superpower necessarily, but if you know how to pick out the right tracks at the right time, then it can definitely both increase your physiological effects and, and physiological arousal as well as your output. And I'm happy to go in any other direction because this is a whole can of worms. Hey everyone, let's make a gentleman's agreement. If the Blueprint Podcast has become a regular part of your routine, like listening to your favorite musician, how about subscribing and dropping a rating? It's quick, easy, and it will make a significant difference in our ability to grow. Sound like a deal? I want to talk about two things. One is exercise and what what's the frequency of beats that you need to be exercising to to kind of, I don't know, is it 120 beats a minute or 100 beats? What is it? I'm a little fuzzy on this, but I remember hearing this, that like the cadence of music that you can listen to, especially if you're doing higher intensity exercise or you're doing something that needs rhythm and cadence, like you're on a bike or you're running. What is that cadence? If you're on a bike and running, is especially when it's useful to pick out the right beat that aligns with your cadence. So I'm sure a lot of people have noticed the phenomenon of when you're walking down the street and you've got your earbuds in or your headphones on, and all of a sudden you notice that you're walking to the same beat that you're listening to. It happens to so many of us. Mm -hmm. Now you can use that more actively if you're trying to target a certain cadence. I remember that there were a few runners who did this quite famously back in the day, and they even revealed which song it was. I think Scatman was one of the songs, which is a terrible song, but the beats yeah. per minute was about 135 beats per minute, as I recall. And matching that to your cadence, as long as you're trained that way, can be really effective to make sure that you're not speeding up and getting kind of ahead of where you should be in terms of pacing yourself. And it's also making sure that you're not slowing down too much. So the cadence and the exact beats per minute will be a little bit different for everyone, depending on their level of training. Mm -hmm. But I would recommend that most people try a few different tracks and don't be afraid of listening to the same track over and over again, because that's how it tends to work, where you kind of get into that rhythm 
And you're not necessarily actively listening to the song as much as using it as a way to drive your pace, drive your performance. That's one way that you can use it, especially for running. As it relates to other types of work, as long as you're at a reasonable level of VO2 max and you're not approaching maximum output, it can make your performance just slightly better. Some people run a little bit faster when they're listening to something that they enjoy. I like to time up sometimes. I mean, I don't really have a science to this personally, but I'll like listen to it. Let's say I'm doing like a four by four for like a hit interval, typical standard protocol for VO2 max. I will pick some songs where I know things are going to hit at a certain point and then get after it, right? What about the opposite? Have you ever heard of like biurnal beats? Yeah, binaural beats. Binaural beats, yes. Let's talk about that because I've been using Brain FM. Yes, Brain FM is great. Yeah, when I start doing work and there's a little bit of a Pavlovian response, I put the music on and instead of salivating, my fingers start going. Mm -hmm. How does this work? So binaural beats are a really interesting one where you have one frequency going in one of your ears and another frequency going in the other ear that's slightly mismatched. And when there's a slight mismatch between those frequencies, it creates a third beat. And depending on how those frequencies are measured and moved over time, that beat is what we entrain to. Mm. So our physiology being hardwired for language and music and rhythm and pitch and the rest of it starts to kind of have that same effect where you're walking down the street, you're listening to that song, except this happens in terms of brain waves. So if you're trying to target alpha brain waves or get into the flow state, then I find that binaural beats can be really, really useful in that regard. But there's some debate amongst the scientists about why this works, if it works, how well it works and all the rest of it. But like you were saying, some of it is Pavlovian where you basically train your mind and your body to get into the performance state by listening to this song or even putting your headphones on and not allowing the distractions of the outside world to pull you in a direction you don't want to go. So Brain FM is a really useful tool. I've been using binaural beats for probably 15 plus mm. years at this point. Now, that's a unique case where it's not even necessarily music. Sometimes it's sound or just kind of something that allows you not to be distracted by the outside world such that you can be in your own state of flow. Binaural beats aren't the only modality that does this. And there are even some software programs that you can use to layer those beats over music that you enjoy. But Brain FM is a great way to start for a lot of people because it's pretty easy to set up. It's right there and you don't have to turn many knobs. This is one thing that happens where some people respond really well to certain frequencies. Other people don't respond to that same frequency, that same track, that same sound. So anyone who wants to experiment with this, try three, try a half dozen and see which one feels right to you. And it, it may be the case that some days, depending on who knows, your heart rate variability, how well recovered you are, how into whatever you're doing you are that day, some things will work well some days and not so well on the other days. So it's really something that you need to experiment with. But I would say, once you find a track or a platform that allows you to get there and you know that it's working, go back there and you can always build on it. But it's not one of those things where listening to a bunch of novel music that you haven't listened to before will generally lead to a great result. There's something about the familiarity of the tracks that can put you into that mind state that you really want to target. 
Thanks again for listening to the Blueprint Podcast. And just to let you know, I got two more episodes coming up with Abel. We're going to talk about what he's learned doing over 500 podcasts with experts in health and fitness and also the future of AR, VR. They're going to be really great. So make sure you look out for those episodes. Thanks again for joining me and I'll catch you on the next episode.